Welcome in to another edition of the St. Xavier Basketball Podcast. I'm Richard Skinner, along with the head coach of the St. Xavier Bombers, Mike Noska, here on ESPX. Uh, Mike, before we talk about the particulars of yesterday's win over St. Francis de Sales, you had an eight-day window between your last game and this game. You've got a one-day window between yesterday's game and the game against Fairfield. How much of that eight-day window was used on preparing for yesterday? How much was used on preparing a bit for Fairfield? How much was used on maybe doing some things fundamentally that you wanted to get, get cleaned up a little bit? Well, the first thing we had to take into consideration uh, was the fact that we had finals. Uh, it's finals week this week. Today was our first day. We have finals tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, normally, we don't play during finals week, but because of a tight window with Fairfield getting the scheduling done, we're going to play Tuesday. Now, we only have two finals left on Wednesday, but it, it, it's that has to be taken into consideration. So we did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday because of that, uh, you know, and plus you're playing on Sunday. So the kids need at least one day off plus the finals. So the scheduling has been a little bit tough. Uh, we, when we have an eight day window like that, and like you said, uh, two games in three days, you pretty much put equal preparation into both opponents. Mike, are you a guy, you know, obviously scouting reports are a big thing at the high school level and beyond. Um, are, are you a big guy? I know you talked about you want to be a guy who's big into preparation, but how much do you also rely on doing what you do as much as anything else? Some of it's opponent dictated, obviously, with defenses and sets and all those things and personnel matchups. But how much are you really into, let's do what we do? Well, we have a saying, do what we do. But doing what we do is playing to our strengths and the other team's weaknesses. We we probably over-scout and over-film teams, but we don't want to be ever in a situation where we're not prepared for an opponent. So that preparation part, we're, we're, we're big about it. Uh, and the more the season goes on, the more tape we will watch and uh, – you know, the more mental stuff we will do and the less physical stuff we will do because kids tend to their you know, legs get tired late in the season. So practice time trims down, film time amps up a little bit. Let's talk about the win yesterday over to sales, 75-63. Looked like you shot the ball extremely well, 55% from the field overall, made 12 of 24 threes. Uh, was that was that shot selection? Was that just the night of being hot? Was the ball moving? Uh, a lot of those can factor into all of that stuff. Well, first of all, uh, when you shoot 12 of 24 from the three, you should win by more than 12 points. Uh, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing defensively. We had 17 turnovers yesterday, which hurt our shot quality. We rate our shot quality. We wanted to be at three out of four. I mean, I'll just tell you, four is a layup, zero is a turnover. And we were at 2.1 yesterday. That, that's just not acceptable. Uh, they shot 58% from the field. Uh, a freshman of theirs had over 20 points. Just a uh, just not a good performance yesterday. And, uh, you know, one of the worst things, to me, the worst thing that can happen in team sports is to play poorly and win. And, and that's what happened yesterday. So we'll see our where our pride in performance is tomorrow when we play Fairfield because we got to amp it up. Yeah, I saw the 17 turnovers. Was it a lot of live ball issues that, that, that got them some easy buckets or just sloppiness in general? Just not doing what we're supposed to do, not coming and meeting our pass, not putting, uh, you know, the right touch on a pass. 
and not throwing the ball to the right person. And we, we always tell kids when they turn the ball over, it's normally because you're doing something you haven't been coached to do. If, if you turn the ball over, doing something you've been coached to do, then we'll take responsibility. But, you know, it was a lot of things. And the biggest thing last night or yesterday afternoon, it was just a lack of discipline in all areas. Uh, Mike, you talked about rating shot quality and in, in a layup being a four, a turnover being a zero. I'm interested, where do you rate a, an open three, a good three, maybe even a kick out three in that equation? It, it depends. What we really want today's game, it's really cha- it's, it's changing with the three. Uh, at the top of our list, we want layups, foul shots, and we want in-rhythm threes. Uh, we don't want contested threes. Uh, and, and I'll just tell you this. So four's a layup. Three is a good shot for a good shooter, and that can depend on that person. Um, you know, if he's a good three-point shooter and he's open, that's a three. Uh, two is an average shot. We don't want twos. And one is a bad shot. Uh, so, like I said, and we'll take all our possessions. We do the same for the other team. We want them at 1.5 because we want to turn them over a lot. We want, we want ourselves to be at 3.0. Uh, we, we haven't done a j- good job of getting a 3.0 this year. And last, yesterday was our worst. Mike, we, we talked about your turnovers of 17, but but they turned it over 24 times. How much was that some things that you did defensively? How much was that them just being careless at times? We, we put heat on the ball, uh, but uh, our traps were solid, but we weren't in position uh, off the basketball. We always want two kids to really be attacking the ball and one guy to protect the basket. And we, we call it two corners and a safety. Our corners didn't do a good job. We, we just didn't do what we needed to do. We, we, you got to take the court with pride. You got to be loud. It was a, wasn't a big crowd yesterday and our, and our players weren't loud and aggressive defensively, and they got easy shots because of it. Uh, you know, we played lots of kids. But uh, overall, you know, they had too many open shots. And uh, once again, it's just pride and performance on the defensive end wasn't there. And uh, we have to get a lot better defensively if we want to reach our goals this year. We're not near where we should be. You, you mentioned playing a lot of kids. I think 17 played. I know obviously everybody doesn't play equal minutes and it's not a complete 17-player rotation. But I think last week we talked, you talked about wanting to play a lot of guys. Do you, do you presume to, to, to pare that down a little bit as maybe you get into conference play or into January, February, or do you want to just keep rolling the dice and rolling them out there? I keep saying the same thing, performance, and I'll use this, production. Uh, you know, as the season goes on, who's producing? And, and kids go, you, you have to be ready. I mean, we're in a situation where we have a lot of depth. Alex Devine yesterday got in the game. He's a defensive specialist for us. So he had three possessions in the fourth quarter. He took a charge, got a steal, and got a loose ball on the ground. We I love that. Just- I love that. I don't even know the kid. I love the kid now. Yeah. Well, you know, and I mean, just does his job. You know, he takes a charge and I take him out offensively, but he understands. And, you know, we have guys who take advantage of their playing time and others that don't. And it, once again, it all starts defensively, especially when you're an underclassman. Yeah, I, I tell my players a lot of times, it doesn't take a lot of skill to take a charge. It doesn't take much skill to dive on the floor. It doesn't make, take much skill to make the right play. Uh, but it does take some guts. And if you want some minutes, that's probably how some of you guys are going to get some minutes. And it sounds it like all, that's your kind of reward for these guys, too. It also helps with winning. No question. No question. Uh, the, the other part to, the, to playing as many guys, and obviously means you, you trust those guys in situations. What does that make practice like? I would presume it makes it pretty competitive. 
Well, that's, you know, it's a great thing here at Axe being at smaller schools before. All our guys can play. You know, there's, we don't have a high school player here that can't play. So it's very competitive. So even when you have those long lapses where you don't have games, it's very competitive in practice. You know, a lot of times we get more out of practice than we do out of a game that maybe we win by 20, 25, or 30 points. Uh, but like you just brought up a good word, trust. And I, I've, we tell kids that all the time. We put you in because we trust you. And as we start getting into games where we're playing against better defensive teams, we're getting into the GCL South, do we trust you? And you've had ample opportunity to prove that. We're going down to Orlando. You know, it, and I think all players should know that. Coaches play kids that they trust. At least good coaches do. If I, you know, got to be able to trust you. Do you take care of the basketball? Do you take good shots? You know, and it's the same thing at the college level. When kids go to college coming out of high school, normally they don't play a lot when they're younger because they take bad shots. They're not supposed to, they're not where they're supposed to be defensively and they turn the basketball over. So those are things we take pride in here, here at St. X. Yeah. I mean, talent's one thing and certainly you got to have talent to be able to play at times, but if you can't get a coach's trust, that talent's not going to matter. If you're turning it over six times and giving up 16 points on your end of the floor and not helping out defensively, can't trust you to play, right? Exactly. And that's what it comes down to. Um, you got the one day in between here to play Fairfield, and they are arguably the what a lot of people are telling many of us, the most talented and best team in the city. And they've certainly gotten off to a hot start, Mike. Just in what you've seen from them and what you're preparing for them, what 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 is your assessment of Fairfield? No, they're really good off the bounce. Uh, we've got, you know, yesterday we wanted to keep the ball out of the lane by the pass. We didn't do it. Uh, tomorrow we, we can't let them get into the lane, you know, off the dribble. They have multiple kids who can score. So we can't they, – they have four kids at or around double digits. They're balanced. Uh, kids who can shoot the three and kids who can drive it to the basket and kick to open threes. So you have to be able to guard your yard. It can't be – Normally in high school, you can help off one or two guys here or there. That's going to be hard to do tomorrow. So you got to, once again, I keep saying the same word, but pride in what you do defensively. And it's each individual has to be prideful uh, defensively because at least from a standpoint of offensive talent, I would say they have the most talent right now here, here in Cincinnati. I know not optimal to have this during finals week, but but how much does it give you a chance after this to to get a little time to assess, have some family time, obviously, and then go to Florida and, and kind of either pick up the pieces or say, hey, we did a lot of these things right against a really good team. Let's keep doing those things. Yeah, actually, we don't have a lot of time because we have to get ready. We're leaving for Florida uh, uh, Sunday night. We're looking to give the kids some time off. We have some multiple sport kids. We want to give them some time off after New Year's. That's what we're looking to do. But it, it just amps up for us now. We got Fairfield, and then you got to go play the best teams down there in Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee here in about a week. So it's it's right back at it. And But you made a good point. You want to be playing better after tomorrow night's game. Lastly, for you, it is the Christmas season, Mike, and, and I know with basketball, I know I haven't always done all my due diligence to either get the shopping done or help put the tree or the decorations up. Certainly, I am a clown with outdoor lights. How, how do you handle that uh, this time of year? How much of that is you and, and how much of that is, is not you when it comes to the tree and the trimmings thank, and all that stuff? Thank God for my wife, Kelly. You know her, Richard. So, I mean, you know, her and the kids, they take care of business and it's 
it, it lo looks very festive at our house and I can't take any accountability for anything, but I enjoy all the lights and the trees and everything else. Now, normally I have a Christmas village I put up with a okay. train and everything, but just didn't have the time to do it this year with everything. So not as big of a deal. My kids are getting a little bit, little bit older. So the, the choo-choo doesn't, uh, you know, excite them as like it used to. Yeah. Are you giving the players Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Uh, it gives you a chance to decompress for a day or two as well, I'm assuming, too, right? Yeah, you know, there are other priorities in life. And like I said, I take my hat off to these kids at St. X because the academic rigor, it it it, it is really tough. So, you know, and it, it's not an easy balance for any of us. Well, Mike, congrats on the win on Sunday. I know it probably wasn't as aesthetically pleasing as you would like, but you get to 4-0, and you get a great challenge with Fairfield coming up tomorrow night. Uh, best of luck tomorrow night, and happy holidays to, to you, your family, and, and certainly the entire team. Merry Christmas to everybody from St. Axe and, 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 and to you guys, ESP and ESPX. We, we appreciate everything. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and happy holidays. Same to you. That's Mike Noska, head basketball coach of St. Xavier. This has been the St. Xavier Basketball Podcast. Thanks, guys. Hey. Thanks, Mike.